Amen. Welcome to another episode of Forging the Path. My name is Adam, and this is a podcast that's all about helping men be men, you know, helping men become the men that God created them to be. And we do that primarily by fixing our eyes on Jesus and by looking to the scriptures for what's true and what's right. I mean, we live, we live in a cultural moment where truth is so under attack. It's become so, so relative. It's your truth. It's my truth. And, and people are so confused by, by everything. I mean, they're, they're confused. They don't even know what gender they are. What's a man? What's a woman? And, and we're distracted too. We've got these supercomputers in our pockets that are sending us notifications all day, every day. And, and on top of that, we have a 24-7 news cycle that's peddling fear and anxiety and worry and lies for profits. And so we want to have a podcast that enters into that cultural conversation with, with truth and with encouragement. And on Fridays, I try and just share a couple stories, a couple questions, and invite you to wrestle with these things with me. And this is what I wanted to share today. It happened to me actually several nights ago. I was uh, at home. My phone went off probably for the hundredth time that day with a text notification. And I reached out for it to respond. And I sensed the Holy Spirit ask me in that moment, what would it look like if you reached for God as often as you reach for your phone? <sighs> what would it look like if I reached for God as often as I reach for my phone? How about you? Can you can you relate to that? I don't, I don't I don't know all of you out there. I don't know all of your stories, but I'm guessing you're a lot like me in terms of schedule, busyness, demands of the day, family, work, everything. And, and these phones are constantly vying for our attention. But I don't want to miss out on what it means to walk with Jesus day in and day out and commune with Him, to talk to Him and to hear Him speak to me. But a lot of times I'm not even listening. And that question that the Holy Spirit asked me in that moment kind of reminded me of a question Jesus asked two of his disciples in John chapter 1. These guys were disciples of John the baptizer, but then now they're following Jesus. Um, and, and he turns around and sees them as they begin to follow him. And he asks them this, what are you seeking? What are you seeking? What are you looking for? What are you desiring? What are you pursuing? What are you prioritizing? In your heart of hearts, what do you want? What do you truly want? And you can tell what someone is really actually seeking, not just by what they say, but actually by what they do. And in three specific categories, I would suggest that you do a little bit of a self-assessment because we can all say what we think we're seeking. But to invite the Holy Spirit to reflect a little bit and, and see what we're actually doing is, is a much better indicator. 
And the three areas are this, time, money, and talents. How do you spend your time? How do you spend your money? And how do you utilize your talents? Those three, answering those three questions will be a much better indicator of what you're actually seeking. What are you pursuing? What are you prioritizing? And it kind of, I mean, it kind of reminds me as I look at that first one time, it reminds me of this quote by Martin Luther. He said, I have so much to do today. I dare not begin until I've spent at least three hours in prayer. Now, I'm not necessarily suggesting that we all have to spend three hours in prayer before we begin our day every day. But I I am strongly encouraging all of you to spend some time each morning with the Lord just seeking Him, praying, reading the Bible, and seeking Him. Because you can tell what someone is really going after in life by the way they spend their time. And then you could do the same thing with money. You can look at your bank statements from the last couple months and then you can, you can analyze how you're utilizing your talents. And you, you could actually do a prayerful check on each of those three things and know what are the most important things in my life. And hopefully those most important things for you are in the areas of, of God, and, and seeking his kingdom and, and knowing him better and, and becoming more like Jesus. Hopefully another area that you're really seeking, it has something to do with your marriage, your wife, your, the deep, deep friendship and romance with her and honoring her, providing for her. And, uh, and hopefully your kids would be another area where like, you can just look at your time, money and talents and be like, yeah, I'm invested in my children. I, I, I'm giving them my time, my money and my talents are, are going in that direction to help them be who God created them to be. And, and, and you can go on after that too. Maybe, uh, some other things that would be important to you would be in the areas of, um, you know, of your work becoming, who God created you to be in your workplace or in your business. Um, health and fitness would be another category. Hopefully that shows up. Finances. Hopefully your finances are are getting healthy. Hopefully you're a generous giver. Um, those are all things that I hope show up on uh, you know, the list of things that you're seeking first. The reason it's super important to be about seeking, seeking the Lord first and in everything else. You know, the, the, the whole reason we want to seek, you know, being healthy and fit should be to honor the Lord because he's given us this body, you know, that, that, that type of thing. So the Lord is in everything. But the reason seeking is important is because we have an enemy and he's seeking to steal, kill, and destroy us. That's his main objective. And he's highly organized and he has a countless army of demonic minions that, that are with him. And all he wants to do is steal, kill, and destroy anything that bears the image of God and anything that's true and anything that's good, anything that's righteous. And every day, 24-7, he is waging war against those things. 
And so do we as Christian men really think that spending 10 seconds prayer before meal and 10 seconds prayer before bedtime and one hour in church on a Sunday is going to be enough seeking on our part to, to beat an enemy like that? I mean, we, we need to realize the reality of this spiritual warfare. And it should cause us to double down on seeking the things that are most important. You know, praying over our children, reading scripture with them, spending quality time with them. Like that is, that's huge because we know we have an enemy. And I, here's the thing. I don't want the enemy seeking to outdo my seeking. I want to passionately seek the Lord in all these areas with my whole heart because I know that I have an enemy, a very real enemy, and I don't want to underestimate him. Now, I know the battle's not all up to us. The battle is the Lord's, and he's going to win. But let's not be complacent. Let's not find ourselves in a place where we're not actively seeking the Lord and the things that he desires for our lives because we do play a role in this whole epic story. So that's my encouragement to you. What would your life look like if you reached for God as often as you reach for your phone? And what are you seeking?